0: scared I don't know how funny I can be
1: let me just check so that means we're recording we've been recording oh no yeah that sounds funny That That funny. that sounds funny that sounds funny dot com Hey, that sounds funny. That sure sounds funny. <laughs> All right, and today is uh, the week of November third, twenty twenty. Just for some reference, and the day after election. Uh, well, yeah. Well, today actually is the day after election day, so we could say the week of November fourth, which is Wednesday. We got actually recorded this a day late due to some. Technical difficulties, much like the elections, are having technical difficulties because no one knows yet who the president is. Uh, they'll figure it's a it tie. Out. <laughs> it's a tie. Going to have a, a dual presidency. <laughs> uh, so
0: far today, it's still undetermined. It's a tie. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> you know the the uh, if all the recounts go through, uh, usually somebody will come out a clear winner. And if the recounts go through, they end up tied. And, you know, the way some of these uh, initial uh, election results came back from states, it would not surprise me. Then it goes to the Supreme Court to decide, which is why we had, I think, Donald Trump this morning saying he'll take it to the Supreme Court. And the newspapers are saying, but what are you going to have for charges? Like, well, duh, it's a tie. It's, <laughs> that's why you go to the Supreme Court. And then they decide, and if there is some kind of deadlock there, then it has to go, I think, into the Senate or Congress or something. Which means Nancy Pelosi gets to pick, and guess who she would probably pick? (laughs) Elvis. Yeah, Hmm. (laughs) somebody. But yeah, that's just the way things would go if early came down too. Your keys. I'm (laughs) Terry. Yeah, Santa Claus is going to win. Anyway, hey, uh, we've been talking here, and uh, let me just say, this is your host, Keith, and with me today is my brother, Terry. I'm Terry. Yay. Yeah,
0: that sounds funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, one of us does, apparently, huh? <laughs> um, let's uh, ha- have a segment here. I'm gonna, right now, I'm just calling it What's New, but what are- Really means is something that happened recently, a funny family story, something that maybe you're reading, or watching, or doing, uh, that kind of a thing. So, do you have anything? When well, this is totally unplanned, <laughs> do you have? I anything, know that. I'm. Just, mm, mm, anything this well, I've been doing. A, I've been doing
0: a home renovation on my house oh, yeah. that started back in March of this year, earlier when the coronavirus started. And mm-hmm. I've had to fire two contractors along
1: the way, but
0: I well, have currently have well, one left.
1: Well, there's that. But uh, I thought we were talking before, and you had a funny story that happened this week. I can't remember, though. <laughs> yeah, that's why you write stuff down. The only thing I can that's think... it. That's it. I don't have to. Well, this is kind of a last moment segment I tossed on here, anyway. But the only thing I have is, of course, this being the first week of November. This past week was Halloween, and we had a bunch of grandkids. They all went out trick or treating, and they come back and they said, "Grandpa, look what we got! We got all kinds of, we got popcorn balls. We got like, we do. Let me have one of those. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so we don't have stuff, do we? Said so you, you, you. I got candy that you don't know about. I just wait till you ask me for candy. <laughs> I got your number. But one of them did share. He actually not only shared, but helped me unwrap everything. So it saved me the work. He's my new my new favorite grandkid. <laughs> I' don't. Yeah. I can't remember my funny story I just can't I, I thought it had to do with something about one of your grandkids or something but I don't remember hey you know uh like I said it's a news segment this kind of sprung up hey how about do you have any funny stories from like I have some news stories <laughs> stories from the news headlines but yeah, some, well, no personal stories but then let's <laughs> get into that uh, with news headlines do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first?
0: Uh, you can go first.
1: Okay. All right. Well, my first one is uh, unbelievable. Mom delivers identical quadruplets during COVID-19 pandemic. Now, <laughs> I know you you had a, a pregnancy story. We'll get to you in a little bit, maybe. Uh, yeah. But the story is this couple uh went to the you know the the pregnancy doctor to check on the baby, listen to the heartbeat, and the doctor got one of those looks on their face, they're like, "Oh my gosh, there's no heartbeat." and the doctor says, "Oh no, no, there are three babies in there and of course they were very floored about that, and so they came back in next week, and the doctor says, "Oh, I made a mistake. There are four babies in there." And then they come back the next week, and they were afraid to go to the doctor because they want to have five <laughs> babies in there. <laughs> but but the babies were all born; they're all healthy, and they are identical. That is very rare: identical quadruplets. And the thing that gets me is they're just now being born. Here it is, you know, end of October when the story, I guess, was released, and was it back in early February, late January. COVID hit, so. Uh, Forget about dying of COVID. COVID. Worry about being pregnant with quadruplets from COVID. That's what I have to say. (laughs) Because maybe this virus is more than just a killer. Maybe it's a life giver. (laughs) You got to name one of them Corona, though. (laughs) Yeah. Name one Corona, one COVID. (laughs) Yeah. This reminds me of another thing. Uh, you know, how every generation has their, their label Gen X or Gen Z. In in 18 years from now, this generation will be known as the Quarantines. <laughs> <Wow>. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's
0: my, that s- story. My news story is similar. Well, you know, similar as, uh, it's been on news as well on TV, but I saw it and it's... A pregnant woman was in labor and on her way to to go to the hospital it was in Orange County, Florida. She had her husband stopped at the polling center because she wanted to cast her ballot. But because she was so far along in labor, she couldn't get out of the car. And so she insisted and insisted that she vote. They told her she'd have to come inside and she, they just eventually brought her a mail in ballot to the car where they let her vote in her car, and then they took the ballot in and cast a ballot for her. And she went on to the hospital, but I haven't heard whether or not she had a Joe or a Donald for a baby. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the baby sticks his arm out. Me, me vote, me vote. (laughs) (laughs) That was the story I had. Oh, well. One of them. uh, That would be (laughs) an interesting (laughs) voting story, to be sure. Uh, uh, let's see weird things the government accidentally banned thanks to COVID-19 this story comes from the UK Uh, weird things that the government accidentally banned number one sex the government banned sex because they made it so that you could not enter the home of someone that you didn't live with for any reason so you couldn't go visit your girlfriend and spend the night or vice versa if you didn't live with them you couldn't spend you couldn't even go inside so they inadvertently banned people having sex i guess Uh, they inadvertently banned singing or playing the trumpet because you're not allowed to raise your voice in public which, which includes singing, shouting, or raising your voice. It also includes playing any kind of a wind instrument. So they inadvertently banned singing. They inadvertently banned good TV in pubs because of the ban on you know, singing and shouting. You can't have a sports game or good TV because people are gonna shout and cheer and raise their voices. Uh, so there must be nothing exciting on. The volume (laughs) must also be kept off or low so people don't have to raise their voices to be heard when they talk. So uh, there's that. Uh, Here's an interesting one. They banned bumping into a friend at a public place, a pub a restaurant, because you could go to a pub and you could go with someone outside of your household, but if you uh, bumped into somebody that you knew who was from yet another household, they couldn't join you at your table to enjoy your meal or your their drink with you. Now, they did have, you could have uh, people of up to, I think, uh, people of different addresses if they had outside dining. But if it rained and you had to go inside, you all had to disperse. So they, they, they inadvertently banned meeting with friends. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. I think and the, the, the last one here is they banned driving with your dog in your car because uh, even though the government said they allowed you to go outside to get exercise for one hour, including walking your dog, it was never clear Did you have to start from your home or could you drive somewhere like to the park to start your hour? And so a lot of people were ticketed or otherwise accosted by police because they had their dog in their car they were driving to the park to start their hour. Uh, So they inadvertently banned driving with your dog in your car. (laughs) Crazy. I have a
0: uh, I have a I have an animal one, and I have a just a fitness story. <laughs> so what do you pick. Well, the the fitness story is short, kind of short. A West Virginia woman who, she's forty five years old. She's been training with the during the COVID virus, doing a hundred pull ups a day to beat the world record of doing. She did 34, 34 pull ups in one minute. To break the world record that was set at 30 pull-ups. When I first heard that, I thought they were talking about pull-ups on their babies,
1: but Oh yeah. I, I can diaper a hundred babies a day. Pull-ups. <laughs> Do some I can pull-ups. However many ten minute, ten in a minute or whatever it was he said.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: with the babies. <laughs> hey you with a quadruplets come here <laughs>
0: I didn't know if you had any animal stories I had a,
1: one last animal story but you have one yeah I do we'll have an animal one this is a headline that says fish will fly in a rescheduled gulf coast event I'm like what and what it has to do with I'm not real exactly sure is that they have a fish throwing contest where they throw fish across the state line? <laughs> uh, it's somewhere down there in Georgia or Alabama or one of those Gulf Coast states. And they were afraid they were going to have to cancel because COVID and gathering and social distancing. But they will be masked, there will be gloves, and there will be fish being thrown <laughs> for people to uh, enjoy, I guess.
0: How'd you, put, how'd you put the masks on the fish?
1: Yeah, I know. They don't have any ears to <laughs> hold them in place. <laughs> and the gloves, for that matter, too. A fish don't wear gloves. <coughs> Put them on their little fins. Well, I guess so. <laughs> Got to keep that fish one, safe. One, I
0: had an animal, one of the as three pythons were loose in a neighborhood in Pennsylvania. Um, <coughs> a woman went into her garage and screamed for her son-in-law, because there was a six foot long python snake in her garage. The son-in-law was able to wrangle the, the python into the, the trash can. Then they called the sheriff. <coughs> the sheriff came to the residence to pick up the snake, got the snake in the can in the car. Then she got another uh, another call that there was another snake, Located at the Shell gas station Down the street hmm. And so I guess I was getting gas Or something but uh, when the sheriff yeah. Got there to get this, that Snake it was He had needed gas for his snake mobile <laughs> the, snake, the snake Due to the cold cold weather The snake did, didn't survive It was it was dead It was going to hibernation and, or something yeah. And so she scooped up the dead snake And put it in her car And she got another call of a third snake And so she went to the residence there and gathered up that snake and then put out a public service announcement to be on the lookout for any more snakes.
1: Instead of snakes (laughs) on a plane, it's snakes (laughs) in a town coming to your town. (laughs) That was in Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, you know, uh, this being the election time in Pennsylvania, being one of those key states, uh, I've heard of politicians being slippery or Whatever, but uh, pretty sneaky snakes are happening there. (laughs) I'm stretching for a joke. Oh, man. So. And that's all the funny
0: news or odd news that I have. I do have my, 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 uh, um, what do you want to call it? My list of the 10 redneck pickup lines. Let's do that. Let's talk about our top
1: 10. Okay, so I have a list
0: here, top 10.
1: Now, do you want to read it or do you want to do like you said before we start recording and have your uh, your iPhone or whatever? Um,
0: I'll, just, I'll just read them the same myself because she doesn't pronounce things very well.
1: Well, that's stupid stupid part of the fun. Stupid robot. <laughs> yeah, those stupid robots pronounce words that we take for granted. Number one was, did you
0: fart because you just blew me away?
1: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Number two,
0: are your parents retarded because y'all sure are special?
1: Oh, no. No way. (laughs) (laughs) My love for you, or number
0: three, my love for you is like diarrhea. I just can't hold it in.
1: yuck (laughs) i don't think that would work (laughs) number four
0: do you have a library card i'd like to check you out
1: well that's getting better i think maybe
0: (laughs) number five do you have a mirror in your pants because i can see myself and (laughs) i
1: i i have to say I I thought when you said that, do you have any hair in your pants, (laughs) Biz? I I think a different direction, but mirror.
0: mirror." Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Number, what are we at here? I lost track, Lucy. Number six, you might not be the best looking girl here, but beauty is only a light switch away. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> wow how redneck <laughs> <laughs>
0: number seven i might not be fred flintstone but i bet i can make your bedrock
1: Ooh, hmm get pretty racy there <laughs>
0: then we got uh, number eight your eyes are as blue as window cleaner yeah
1: <laughs> oh, okay, well, poetic. Yeah. Number nine,
0: if you're going to regret this in the morning, we can sleep till afternoon.
1: Oh, <laughs> Insert the, the porn groove right here. Huh? This is turning out to be a gay afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: ten, your face reminds me of a wrench. Every time I look at it, it makes my nuts tighten up. Ow. So there's 10, ten redneck big up Wow.
1: Yeah. I would out. definitely say they're redneck for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: Try that next not, time you go out. <laughs> I must not be a redneck because it don't work for me. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Those are kind of weird. Yeah, I don't well, have to worry about them uh, dating, pickup lines. But I don't anticipate on needing any pickup lines. I, I used to, whenever my kids were, you know, teenage, I, I would like, you know, find internet jokes like that and say, hey, "Try this on the girls next time we go out to school." Like, Dad, now
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't need no pickup lines. I just need a pickup man. Pick up man. Oh, all
1: righty. Um, we have a word of the week quiz to try. Uh, we may or may not have to bring it back, but hey, I got lots of words. I have a, a, a word of the day email list I get. I Hit me I, with it. I'm totally unprepared. <laughs> totally unprepared. Yeah. Well, and I, I know at least a couple of these are kind of hard, uh, and some are, are kind of easy. Huh? Talk down to me because I'm stupid. That's okay. I'm kind of stupid. I got four. (laughs) Yeah, I got four words. I got four definitions. Each definition belongs to one of the words. You know, I guess I could have tossed in a fifth definition just to make you wonder. Um, Now, this first... Oh, I'm on the wrong screen. Let me go back again here. Um, I'll give you the word. If you want to, you can just tell me the definition or make up a definition and then... uh, I, I can give you the four options if you want. But here's the first word. resorgimento. It's a noun pronounced resorgimenta, I guess. Risorgimento. I, I honestly don't have a clue. I, I even wrote this I don't have a clue. <laughs> the swallowmentos. Yeah, and- there we go. The regiment <laughs> of mints that attack your mouth, resorgimento. Risor, uh, Uh, Here's the definitions. Uh, The 19th century movement for political unity in Italy or the time of renewal or, or renaissance. The next definition, flimsy or frail, definition C, to Allay the agitation or anger of, to appease, or definition D, full of intense interest or excitement. I think it's number two. The second one? What was the second one? Let's see. Definition B, flimsy or frail. That one there? No, no. It's talking about the Renaissance. Oh. So that would be definition A. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that is right. To to me, the giveaway is it sounds Italian. Resurgimento. Resurgimento. Italian residence. Yeah. So, you know, having the, the definitions could be a giveaway. Um, That's
0: a good guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, the second word is agog. Uh, it's uh, an adjective pronounced agog, a g. OG is how it's spelled I think. That would be
0: Lady Gaga's baby. The yeah. <laughs> that's it.
1: Or, or or maybe her pet dog. It's a gog. <laughs> yeah. My my dog named Gog. Uh actually, okay, I'll I'll skip the first definition cuz that was for the first answer. So you're you are left with uh option B flimsy or frail, Uh, definition C, to allay the anger or agitation of, or D, full of intense interest or excitement. God. Second one. Second one. Um, Flimsy or frail. Just pick again? Like, okay. Hold on a second. i I'm <laughs> sorry. Definition B, because we already did a, 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 is already taken. Definition right. B, flimsy or frail. C, the c, C, to away I the anger of. That so one. I think it's C. Yeah. No.
0: no.
1: No, it's not. not. A, a gag yourself. <laughs> yeah, go a gag yourself. Holy cow. I'm not going to tell you what the right answer is because oh man, this way to make the other ones a little bit interesting. Uh, Let's see, this will be easy one. Pacify is the word. It is a verb pronounced pacify. Does it mean? Let's see, definition B, flimsy or frail. C. To allay the anger or agitation of, or D, intense interest or excitement.
0: Out of those three?
1: Yeah. Number two. Yeah.
0: Ding, 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 ding.
1: Pacify. Hmm. To allay the agitation of. And finally, here's the word. Ready? Slimsy. Flimsy, S L I M S Y. Slimsy. It's an Slimsy. adjective. Uh, is it definition B? Flimsy or frail? Is it, well, you already got. The, you would think so, but what's the rest of it? Or does it mean full of intensity or whatever? What?
0: I said you would think so, that it would be
1: number one. Flimsy <laughs> or frail. Yeah, that's it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> slimsy and flimsy are awfully close it's kind of a giveaway you know i was going to snap into a slimsy gym <laughs> yeah there we go yeah anyway that's that's the word of the week maybe we we'll get i'll have to rework it so we uh, uh maybe we can do things a little better but anyway i know sometimes people like to hear you know words of the week uh, you may have to switch those up. See, I
0: was stuck on number two. <laughs> number
1: two. Yeah, well, you know, and I, I originally didn't plan on you know, just using these definitions with the four options. I, I just planned on having you just guess them. I thought, well, the couple of them were kind of hard, especially the regimental or whatever that was. Resources, regiment, whatever that was. I don't know. I can't even think of it now. Um so what's our, what's our next segment well this is where because we didn't say it up front uh we probably should mention it up front that we are uh two brothers who both are blind and we thought we'd besides having a little bit of fun on the podcast talk about some blindness related topics and uh the Topics at hand, I, I'm drawing from a bit, the seven basic areas that someone might go through if they go to a rehab facility, particularly uh, one of the VA, uh, Blindness Rehab Centers, because both of us are veterans, so uh, we both have gone through those. And uh, today, we're going to talk about communications. Uh, communications is an area that you'll learn about when you go. And what, what it basically deals with is, you know, how to use a telephone, how to write notes, uh, whether it's, you know, writing things on a piece of paper or recording it on a tape player or a digital recorder, uh, ways you communicate, how would a blind person, you know, leave a message for a sighted person or another blind person or just communicate, you know, so what are, what are your rememberings on learning stuff like that? Well, you can't do Braille until you learn it. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> but, that's a trick there. Uh, now, people say, oh, you're blind, you don't Braille. It's like, well, I'm still learning it. Well, actually, I have learned it a long time ago. Um, but here's the, here's the pros and cons. If you learn Braille, you can take notes, you can write notes, you can write braille letters, but who are you going to write a braille letter to? (laughs) I I couldn't send a braille letter to, you know, my kids or my wife, if uh, I was going to be away, they would look at the dots and say, what the heck is this? So you're you're limited, you know, you can only braille letters, somebody can read braille.
0: (laughs) Well, they they teach you some places like, do you mean, uh, they have um writing guides where you can actually handwrite. Yeah. i mean there's yeah. a lot of people who are born blind there's a, and there's some people who go blind later in life and so that's a big uh right difference
1: and, and in learning who are born blind write they have to totally learn the alphabet they've never seen for someone like you or me who went blind later it's not a big deal. All I need is I have a clipboard, and it has like a steel. Uh, right, or you just follow the,
0: the paper. The edge and of you a, you file, it. You take a ruler and put on the paper, and right. as it's, long as you know how to just slide down
1: across the top of the steel bar, and then when right. you get to the, end the line, you click you click it down one notch. Every click is the space of a line of writing, and so you you click it down, you write somewhere. Click it down, you write somewhere, and so. Uh, I, I've i got one of those and it works very well. Right. I have one also. <laughs> oh. but they also have things
0: like that that are like it's like a folder like you would use in school and you right. put your piece of paper on the inside but on the front of it it's, it's got a cutout for every line of the paper where you would right. write the text and, and so they have those but those are really flimsy. The, well, the be, one with the clipboard like a, like a cardboard sleeve.
1: <laughs> and the cardboard sleeve you put your paper in like I said it has the slots now here here's a trick to that is if you leave off writing how do you know where you left off at did you, right. did you leave off on line three or line four or line five what I always do if I use those is I have a paper clip <laughs> and I point the paper clip uh, at the line, my last line I just wrote on
0: all Right. there's all kinds of tips and tricks that you can pick up along the way like on the on the metal one that we were referring to there is a little metal slider piece that you put your ink right. pen behind it and as you write it slides it over right.
1: you you're pushing it across you know,
0: yeah if you have it, to stop and answer your phone you know right where you left off at on that right. line otherwise you just click it down to start on a new line
1: <laughs> so, yeah e- either way but yeah there's a little if slider you're just
0: jotting your notes you could do that but i mean you, you can still I, in the pinch, you still can write if somebody calls and I can pick up a pen as long as I know if, I don't even know if the pen's writing but I, I know well enough to make two or three numbers drop my hand down and write a couple other numbers and so
1: yeah sometimes you explore. can wing it like that yeah. right. now, what what come to mind for me with communications is way back whenever we were kids uh, you know, of course we weren't blind back then we went blind when our what 30s or 40s or something. Uh, But our grandma was blind and she would write us letters by recording on open reel tapes. (laughs) Later cassette tapes. right. Uh, And the way you you do that, just like we're doing a podcast, you have something, a microphone you're talking into, something to record. In this case, it's digital. Back then it's on the magnetic tape. But there's a, a certain format just like you would do the paper letter, the first thing you say is your name and address. Then you say who you're sending it to and their address. Then a date. Then just start talking whatever you would talk as if you're writing a letter. But the reason why you always start out with your name and address is because uh, you can send that free matter for the blind, but it's, only at the discretion of the postmaster the postmaster has a right to open up your container pull out your cassette tape put it to a machine and if it's like music or something that's not a letter they don't have to send it but usually it is and all they want to know is that it is a letter and you're saying your name and address their name and address and they can look at the. The mailer and say, Oh, yep, yeah, this is from Keith and it's going to Terry. Okay. But, but sometimes sometimes the mailer being made out
0: of cardboard would fall apart, right? And so then they got this tape and they then that would tell them where it was going or coming and, from. And all they have to well. do is but,
1: listen to the first thirty seconds of it or so. <laughs> this is <laughs> Keith and my address mailing this to Terry and his address. I don't
0: think that's ever happened. It, it happens very rarely,
1: page, but, right? It, but it,
0: it has been known to happen. So. Right. And that was my proper procedure
1: for formatting a taped message to someone. And this is just you know, one of the, the kind of you know nuances, I guess you would say, that you learn about uh, as you go through communications at the Blind Rehab. Um, but yeah um you, you can do the they don't do so much with cassette tapes anymore, I guess they do and, and it really would be smart if you if you're a blind person and you have a sighted relative. So here's the thing too with the uh, free matter for the blind. the person you're sending it to does not have to be blind because you can send it to a sighted friend and they can send it back free because you're the blind person and they're writing you the letter uh, so that's something to consider is they don't have to pay postage as long as you're, you're the blind person. Yeah,
0: I had an incident happen before where I could send it to the person. <laughs> but, uh,
1: well, anyways, we, were, we were up in Michigan. Uh, when I first got a, like a cassette tape letter from back home, because our our mom ended up being blind as well. Uh, I went to mail it and I got a note from the post office saying, come and talk to us because we can't mail this. And so I I had to explain to them, well, I'm not the blind person, (laughs) but it's being sent to a blind person. And, And they were good with it, you know, but the first time you do it, they just need to be aware.
0: Well, I had an incident where
1: <clears throat> I was
0: uh, previously married, <laughs> and uh, <What>? my <laughs> my stepdaughter my stepdaughter um, was in the penitentiary, and so I'm blind, and I had was wanted to send her a letter, and so then I'd have to send a tape, but then it's up to the warden whether or not they want her to have a, a tape player to record back on it. So that never did take. Place because they never let her,
1: but anyway,
0: there's that searching circumstance too. But, normally yeah, but at least it anybody. was delivered,
1: and had she had the equipment, she could have answered back, sure, right?
0: And so, you know, it's uh, you know, like I said, bulk mail takes a little bit, but a, 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 it's really neat to send it that way, you know, uh, yeah.
1: And uh, the thing is, uh, you, you, you get, get to hear
0: the person's voice instead of.
1: Right, hearing their, their
0: their 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 voice in your head, you can listen to it and as their actual voice reading it
1: to you. <laughs> now, here's the thing too is, you know, because you know my grandma, she was you know meticulous uh, about sending letters. I mean, uh, she would record something, put it in the mail this week, and generally it takes the next week to get it, and then you record it and turn it around, and she gets it two weeks later, a response back. So every other week she's you know, got a tape to talk on a mail back. Uh, And if you have two tapes, then every week you can, you know, be rotating back and forth and it's recordable or erasable and recordable. And so, Hey, for you, you buy a cassette tape for a buck or whatever they cost these days and you can use it till it wears out. Well, years pass. My grandma has has, uh, passed away and one of her friends says, do you have all the old tapes that your grandma made to you? Cause she, I know she, you know, always talked about you grandkids, and she, you know, had all these letters through the years. I'm like, well, no, because <laughs> she just used the one tape. I mean, you had to buy a tape every week, and that's because she goes. I I would just give anything to be able to listen to your grandma's old stuff. I was like, well, that's the the pro and con with it, it is it's very convenient, but if you are the kind who wants to be a pack rat and save letters. Then it can grow expensive <laughs> if you want to save uh-huh. all those tapes somewhere.
0: Uh-huh. And then years later, you know, uh we recently came across some stuff when, when our mom passed away. And I, I have a, uh I have two cassette tapes that were given to me from my sister that were actually one of these letters from I have one from my uncle and one from my grandma. And so I can take them out and hear the same news, you know, just I can hear her voice, you know, still years later on a cassette tape and what she talked about. I done
1: caught the diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, people have letters that they've saved from a a long ago relative and all you get is the ink on the page but uh, whenever you send letters as a blind person through audio, you get to hear the person, you know.
0: And then in other communications, as you got the writing. We got they teach you how to call in a regular landline phone with buttons, and
1: yeah, teach old, how to use iPhones like an yeah. iPad and iPads, yeah,
0: and uh, computers, and, and yeah. You know, well, other. What else is a communication?
1: Well, to computers and smartphones has become a category unto itself. I mean, we'll talk about that some other time because there's so much extra that they do even though they can't be considered communication tools uh, but you know like you, you know using a rotary phone no one does it anymore uh, but you, you count the holes you know one two three four five <clears throat> one two three four five <clears throat> you know you, you just dial yeah. or with the the touch tone it, it, it's like uh, you just put your three fingers on it one two three and go down one two three one two three and you can uh, uh, d- just type the whole keypad without having to move your hand too much.
0: Well, the, the whole thing with that, like even on your number pad on your keyboard, that's in front of every person probably. Mm-hmm. On the keypad, there's a bump dot on the number five. Yeah. And so just like your QWERTY keyboard, your ASDF is your home row. On the number pad, your 456 is your home row for your right. index, middle, and ring finger. And you can keep those there. You just go move your index yeah. finger up and down for the 147 and the right. middle finger for the two five eight zero and then you keep your third one for the other three six, nine, you know so yeah.
1: and that way you can if, if you're going to be on the phone a lot dying a lot of phone numbers it's easy to uh you know not get lost while you're trying to punch in the number the big old string of numbers
0: credit card numbers yeah send yours to me that's fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's get, again getting back in the computers but sure uh but, yeah, uh, talking on the phone, uh, like I said, smartphones is a little bit different story we'll talk about later. Um, but what of communications, communications, uh, tapes, phones, you know, writing notes we talked about, handwriting. And, you know, learning really is, is good. I don't want to discourage someone to, to not do that because it, it can help you take notes. Uh, I guess other ways it would I don't know if it's communications or possibly getting into the living skills, but just using different tactile things to organize stuff. Now that that's living skills, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. It's just a, a few communication ideas there. So do we need to talk more about it, or I'm done. I think we, I we pretty much <laughs> hammered that one out. Uh, I mean, Uh, we we can dig in to anything somebody wants to hear more about, Uh, uh, you know, because sometimes modern phones um, like your cordless phone has other options like caller ID and you you can get them to talk to you and be accessible. Uh, And sometimes the buttons are not easy to feel or not laid out right. So, if anyone has some questions, say, well, we would be glad to hear what you want us to talk about. Um, what else we got on
0: our agenda? I don't
1: know. <laughs> now, we pretty much ran, ran through uh, our show. Uh, I do have some final thoughts, but oh, you know what? Before I do that, I do have letters from listeners. Attention! This is a coded report nationwide. This is where we want to have a letter from listener segment. We want to hear uh, from you, the listener, if we've had a funny story we talked about. You know, some animal news (laughs) or emails. We've got an email. You can email it to tsf at. That sounds funny.com. Uh, email to there and we will get it. Uh, but here, for example, uh, I, of course, having a web page, you, you kind of get people leaving comments on your site. And here's one that says, Greetings from California. I'm bored to tears. So I checked out your website on my iPhone having my lunch break. I enjoyed the knowledge you have here. I can't wait to have a look when I get home. I'm shocked at how fast your blog loaded. Am I a mobile? I'm not even using Wi-Fi. Anyways, wonderful blog. That was from C. Hewen, Something like that. Does anyone have a question? Intriguing. I have been thinking a lot about this issue, so a Debt of gratitude is in order for cool posting thanks from King or no Demi Hindenburg. I don't know. Anyway, uh, if you didn't want us to read junk mail, <laughs> please, please send us your email. We would like to hear uh, any questions, comments, suggestions? Your own family funny stories. Maybe we'll have a, a funny family story next time to, to to lead off with. I know we yep. had some about camping and people losing their underwear. More than one person, apparently. <laughs> there must be an epidemic in our family with that. Um anyway, uh, did did you have any closing thoughts? Um, no. (laughs) The recipe is a series of step-by-step instructions for preparing ingredients that you forgot to buy with utensils that you don't own to create a dish the dog wouldn't eat. Hmm. So there's a thought for the (laughs) week. So, with all that, that some sort of riddle? <laughs> it is supposed to be funny. <laughs> so, all right. Well, here's where we insert our closing statements saying, hey, this is your host. Thanks for listening. Please, hey, check out our webpage. Uh, we, we still haven't got any donations for that, our expensive webpage, funny.com. Only $750,000. And we still have... 750000 dollars to go. So donate. They can check out the MCAB. But for now, yeah, well for now, check out that sounds funny.com. You can leave an email there. You can comment on the show posts that put get put there. If uh, you're, just, what's that? And if you're for a public service
0: announcement, if you're blind and need some assistance or someone to talk to, go to the mcab i l dot o r g that's the madison county association of the blind here in illinois and we can uh hook you up with things you might need whether it's just a
1: friend to talk to or he be a member the support right that's about all i got all right so uh, send an email to tsf at that dot com funny story
0: give us a comment a five star review.
1: <laughs> Roll the credits. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com.